This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. is Sky Blues Extra. Hello and welcome to the Sky Blues Extra podcast, proudly sponsored by Dylan's Brewery and the Sky Blue Tavern. I'm Ross Cooper and today I'm joined by Dean Atkinson. It's like going back to the COVID season of the COVID lives, just the two of us today. Like we said, give the fans what they want. If you request something so much, you'll get it eventually. And here we are, sports fans. We're back together. Yes. Together forever. I mean, the last time we spoke to each other was the Hadji Wright um, mm. and Liam Kelly at the Tavern. That yes, seems like a long time ago. That does seem, that, that feels a long time ago. It feels like quite a lot. That was before the Watford game, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, and the... I've been I've been to Disneyland since then. I went to the Ryder Cup since then. A lot has happened. In- incredible. How was Disneyland? I've, bo- I've bottled everything up, Coventry City-wise, so... I'm about to throw it all on you, but Disney, Disney was great. Universal was great. All I know was great. It was just hot, mate. It was just really, was really hot. Yeah, my what, pale, what, my power complexion doesn't really go well. What what Disney character do you think you are? Oh, that is a good question. Question for the Sky Blue Army. I want you to all reply to this pod with each of us: me, Dean, Dave, Wardy, Ross, Spence, Matt, and Andy. Which Disney character, would you say we all are? Well, Andy's already got Andy from Toy Story, hasn't he? So he's yes. got that. Yeah. As in, like, he he, play, he plays with us as well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the owner. Yeah. He plays. Yeah, yeah. He is the owner of Skybiz Extra, so he, he sort of plays yeah. with us. I don't know. Um, let me let me think on that. And we'll, think on that. We'll, yeah. come, we'll come back to that. There'll be a point during this podcast, I'll just randomly go, buzz. And you'll be like, <laughs> what? Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, cracking stuff. So, and that was the Ryder Cup, mate. That must have been a great experience. Unbelievable, as well. unbelievable. One of the best, uh, no, the best sporting experience of my life. Just, 
I mean, I was working there, but I got to enjoy it as a fan as well. It's my favourite sporting event in the world to to watch. Has been since a little kid. Um, and to actually be there and experience it was just unbelievable. And Europe win as well. Yeah. So, you know, happy days. I mean, beating the Americans in any sport is amazing. Um, and, yeah, to do it in, like, one of my favourite sports and at my favourite event was even better. Um, I've just I've just saw the golf courses on fire um, this evening, which is mental. Really? Um, yeah. So, yeah, check that out on on Twitter. The the videos and pictures are are crazy. Good job it didn't happen at the weekend. Yeah. Wow, that is that is crazy. But uh, no, Talk, talking of being on fire, Sky Blues two in a row. Sky <laughs> two in a row, exactly. Uh, nice segue in there. Yep. So obviously we'll get straight into it, Dean. Um, Blackburn Rovers on Wednesday night, one nil win. Me, and Dave, last week spoke about before the QPR game, fine margins, and went through all the one nils from last season and how they could have been very different. And this is one that you know this season so far, Huddersfield could have gone that way, but it didn't. Yesterday, Wednesday night, it did go our way, a one nil win. What's your big takeaway from from the performance? Uh, from the performance or the result? Oh. Well, both, both. Well, yeah. the result is is fantastic, and you know it's great to win at home. It's been a while since we have won at home. Um, I, I can imagine the fans were, you know, a little anxious going into the game because we haven't seen a a win at home for a while. So it was good to get that under the belt. Um, but the performance, I mean, talk about scraping scraping the barrel for for positives, shall we say? Um, it hasn't been good, has it? Let's let's you know call a spade a spade. It's been really poor. I feel mm. even against QPR. Other than the goals, it's been poor. Like the football's been really, really dying. I kind of expect it because of you know, obviously the transition we're going through and the injuries we've got. Um, it's you know we're just trying to fill gaps at the moment a little bit, but I do expect to see a little bit better football at times. That will come though. Do you not think? Like, do you not think? Think back to last season at this sort of stage. There was a lot of games where it was very similar. We we, we won games in moments. Yeah, they were gritty. We? They were gritty, gritty. wins. Yeah. I and think that was yesterday with was a Hamer. Yeah, gritty win. Yeah, yeah, yesterday was a gritty win because I mean, for the first time in a long time, I've listened to Mark Robbins' comments after the game and gone, "Yeah, I agree with you there, Mark. I think you got that that bob on." Um, he said the first half, the first half of the first half, we were kind of in control. Well, yes, we were in control, but we wasn't doing much with it. And then it was pretty much Blackburn, I thought, for the rest of the game. Well, Kelly getting injured that seemed to be the turning point there yesterday um, at the game uh, when Kelly. I mean, it all started when Jamie Allen did that suicidal pass. They broke. <laughs> Kelly, I knew he was in trouble. I mean, Huge. he did ever so well. Did, did he stretch that or was it just, just yeah, the run? I, I mean, it was at the other end, but I just think it was the fact that he broke an absolute neck to have to cover. Did well. We didn't concede. And then he just sat down and I said, <laughs> I said, I think he's, he's probably done his hand. He's there. played four games in a row, Ross. I mean, yeah. you kind of know what you get with Liam Kelly. You can't put him in that situation where he's going to play game after game because of his body, his age. It's just going to break down. And, you know, it has. And now, again, we're in shit street because he's going to be, I mean, that's that's a torn groin, did it? Did, did Robin a, say? a torn hamstring. Torn hamstring. Okay. Yeah. So he's had a few of those as well, hasn't that's, he? I mean, I mean, that's five, six weeks straight off the bat for someone who's, you know, not got the greatest track record in returning quickly. So maybe you're looking at, you know, an extra two, three weeks on top yeah. of that. You know, it's, it's it's Christmas before you know it and Santa's coming yeah. down the chimney. So it's... Hopefully um, with a couple of centre midfielders in, well, in his you know, sack. That's, um, that's, that's what we need. Um, well, you know, we are struggling there now. And I mean, the sort of 
the light at the end of the tunnel is seeing Ben Sheaf back on the grass in that video with Fabio. And he, is he one of these players who they thought it was long term and he's coming back quicker than what M- was expected? Be. Yeah, I think I, I think so. I think him and, and possibly even sort of Van Avak really, obviously he's not on the grass yet, but it looks like O'Hare and Ben Sheaf are going to be the first ones sort of back in and he's probably going to have to be brought back sooner. But I mean, even if we did have this extra centre mid, if even if we had replaced Hamer, even with the injuries now, you would still be looking really light. We'd be thinking we have yeah. whoever the other centre mid is, Alan and Eccles. So it, yeah. it, we have been unlucky with injuries. I don't um, think I trust Alan and Eccles together. I don't. I don't. I just got some trust issues there. I trust Eccles and Kelly, but you're not going to get the attacking threat from them. I appreciate that, but I trust them to do the job in the centre, the mid midfield to you know stop attacks, etc. But I don't. I don't think I have that same trust in Eccles and and. Um, Allen to do that same role. And as for Ayari, I d- he can't play that centre two. He just can't do no, it. No, no, no. We, we, obviously, that's been a bit of a discussion point, but it was clear. I mean, obviously, when we're in the formation, when we're defending, he has to drop in to make it like a, make a three so we can cover a bit more of that width. But it, it's, yeah, that defensive He was a bit headless running. chicken doing that last night, that defensive running back, because he was kind of like going to the same position that Eccles was going into. Or Alan yeah, was going into, chaotic, and it became like you had two players so close to each other, and there was just a huge gap. And Blackburn were a good footballing side. Let's yeah. you know, let's not be around the bush here. They played really, really well. They deserved something from the game, and you know, we could on another night, it could have been you know easily gone the other way, easily. Yeah, they did. I was impressed with them, considering the run they've been on and the amount of goals they conceded. I, I thought, I mean, Tyrese Dolan looked ever so. Uh, good. He looks Shmodics a sharp player. Look really dangerous. Yeah. And th- weren't we linked with Schmodics in the summer as well? Well, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, Britain kind of on the. You know, they've got a lot of technical, technically very good players, and they kept the ball very well. Johansson on the bench. Yeah, and he I, looks I, a good I, I was impressed with them. I, I, I actually think, and that's in a way, I look at it and go, I know they're struggling with the table, but we know what the table is sort of irrelevant right now. I, I think they'll. They'll come good. I think they're they're a good side. I think they are, they do blow hot and cold. I think definitely a solid mid-table championship yeah. side. So I think sure, it was, yeah. it's a very the result was obviously much better than the performance, but that's what we needed. And I mean, the second half we sort of yeah had had a few moments. I mean, the woodwork took a bit of a battering. Yeah, you know, woke up with a, a big headache this morning. That this woodwork morning. straight straight to the uh, medicine cabinet for a couple of aspirin for sure. I mean, obviously, you, the first one, yeah, the Ben Wilson just touched on that, that he's saved to tip it onto the bar. I mean, it's a brilliant it? save. I mean, brilliant that's two save. two games in a row now. He's made unbelievable stops. Um, and, you know, he's coming to criticism, and I have given him some pouters over the last uh, few pods that I, ha- I have been on. But credit where credit's due, he's played, he's played solid. Um, I don't think he deserved to let in a goal at the weekend. Um, and he made a couple of really, really smart saves, not just that one onto the bar. Then that one towards the end of the game where it might have been Nolan coming in back post, mm. and he just pushed it away. Perfect positioning. yeah, Great timing. Um, and he's kind of coming to his own a little bit more over the last few games, which is good to see. And at the moment, um, he is the undisputed number one. Yeah, He really is. Well, he's really impressed me. And I, I, think he, I, I think he's somehow got, you know, Wardy maybe is, is giving him insights in the Skybase <laughs> Extra chat because he must have read what Ross Spence had to say about him. Only a couple of games ago, he said, I don't think he's a good goalkeeper. I think <laughs> and, he said uh, League One standard. I think he said that. So uh, I'm yeah. sure Ross Spence is somewhere. Edit Now you can edit uh, 
messages on whatsapp i'm sure he's changing that as oh yeah speak, but no doing it. yeah already but no no excellent from him and obviously that was the first one that hit the bar and then the second half matty godden with the first strike that was a good move wasn't it can, can we, we, we will come on to godden can yes, i just yeah. say in regards to their disallowed goal mm. and wilson's attempt at that you know he's got to be more solid for me i think we got away with one there i don't think i think the goal should stand because he hasn't got full control of the ball if anything uh, it was Nolan, wasn't it? Oh, Moran, them. I think. Oh, Moran, Moran okay, sorry. Moran, yeah. So, whoever it was, he kicks the ball into Wilson's hands. The first touch comes from him into Wilson's hands. Wilson hasn't got control. And obviously, it's the follow-through that takes the ball then out of Wilson's hands. But because he doesn't have control of the ball, hmm. does it does it matter? Can you um, can you score from that? I don't I don't know that obviously the rule completely, but I was under the impression that if he doesn't have full control of the ball, it's it's anyone's. Well, I mean, it was, it was difficult. Obviously, it was up my end. The only thing I I would say is something felt odd about it. Like it felt like Blackburn celebrated quite sheepishly, a, a bit like how Ayari did you know, against Huddersfield. And then there was no complaints. Like only Hyam half-hearted walked over to the linesman. And normally if they were adamant, there would have been a bit, as soon as the ref gave the free kick, they were just back in position. There was yeah, no I get, get that. Yeah. I think it's because of how, how everything happened so quickly, but obviously we got the hindsight of slowing it down and stuff. And I think yeah. there's a case there that the goal should stand because Wilson doesn't have control of the ball. And it's just the follow through that maybe people are calling a foul, but Anywhere else on the pitch, if you win the ball first and follow through, it's a it's a legitimate tackle, right? So I, it's 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 one of those. I mean, I think we're lucky to get away with it um, on another day that could obviously go against us. Um, it's a couple of pieces of luck now. I think over the last couple of games we've got to go in our way, which um, you know it's nice to see for a change because think of all the years that stuff hasn't gone for us. So um, maybe that the tide is turning, shall we say? In, in that regard. exactly fine fine margins. Um, Matty got Matty Godden. I mean, that was the first one. I mean, it was a good strike. It was a good move. And that I, that's how, like you said at the start, how it feels like we're playing at the moment. Like On the whole, it's quite gritty. But then there's little moments, you know, yeah. in the, which like QPR resulted in three goals. And this could have easily been a goal. And we'd have all gone, a oh, really nice move. You know, pressing high. We win it back. Ball play to a Yari. He played a perfect pass. Godden, great strike, hit the, uh, hit the upright. And um, yeah, I mean... Other than that, what did you make of Godden's performance? I guess we'll, I'll ask you. I just, I, I just don't feel like he, he doesn't a lot. You can't knock his goal scoring ability, but like you said, it's it's everything that we're doing at the moment is coming in moments. How many moments are we getting in games that you know Godden is there to to finish off? Mm. That's like for me, like I feel like we're carrying a player at times, and for some reason he never seems to come off as a sub either. I know he's having like, he feels like it's the fittest he's been, but let's see Hadji and Sims together. Well, I mean, yesterday was, he finally was subbed off. That was the, the you know, for Sakamoto in like the, whatever, in the 18th, minute, whatever it was. And I, I agree. And people are, people are getting the knickers in a twist when they hit, you know, people, there's been a few people who have come out and said, you know, they want to see Wright and, and Sims together. They're, I don't think anyone's saying like drop Godden, but people are just saying, you could rotate and take him off for 10 minutes. Like, are we going to lose the game because it's Sims and Godden up front for, for the last 15 minutes or so? I, I really don't think we are. It was nil-nil yesterday. And I, I said, the people I was with, my dad and that, I said, <laughs> you just knew that Sims was going to come off. But I said, let's say he takes Godden off and puts right on. 
are we losing the game because of that? I, we, I, I don't. We have, you know. we have three strikers, and we only seem to be rotating two. And the third one has one of the worst injury records in the whole league. Never mind this football club. And I know for the time being it seems to be all hunky dory, but we, you know, we're playing so many matches. He just there's going to be a time where he goes down. And... It feels like a, t- a ticking time bomb, doesn't it? In yeah, a way. it does. The same with the Kelly situation. I would I would argue that God has probably got a little bit more of a better injury more record robust, yeah. Yeah, than, than Liam Kelly. So surely it'd be worth getting... Because let's say he'd suddenly got injured in training or something. Robin's like, he's going to be out for four weeks. So then he's got to play them together or he's got to play just one up top. So surely it'd be worth getting them used to playing with each other for a bit. In because the, there's going to the be event. a time. In the event for when it happens, surely we don't want to have to have a case of, oh, God, suddenly God and, God and gets injured. And then it's like, oh, now they're going to play together. And then have a few games where we all go, you can tell that they've not played together because they don't know each other's games. It surely be worth uh, giving them some opp- some opportunity. You know, And we've spent a lot of money on these strikers. I was about to say, there's no way Robinson's thought we're going to spend £10 million on two strikers and only play one of them at a time with a £200,000 man from Peterborough. There's mm. no way he would have thought that. He would have thought no, and obviously, he, he yeah, wants he to say play it's a long term thing. And I, I get that. And I think Matty Godden, you know, if, he, if that, that strike goes in, that's almost where exactly you want him. I also saw people saying, you know, on Twitter saying, you know, about him, oh, he's dropping to that false nine. I, I personally don't want him there. I, I think he's the best. He's where Matty Godden is his best. And he's even said it himself. He said it when I interviewed him. Is in the box. Do you know what I mean? In that six-yard box, that's where he comes alive. He needs so when... to be the furthest player up the pitch. Yes, I agree. Because he hasn't obviously got that natural blistering pace to sort of run past it. So you want him in the area where he can react first and he can sort of be, become alive. But we're also not playing enough through the lines for him to get into that position. No, you're right. We're not. We're not. I don't know the answer. And honestly, maybe maybe the answer becomes when Palmer and O'Hare are fit and we play the box behind Godden, you, you feel like, and, and the wing backs getting higher up because the problem we had yesterday was we were very lopsided again in terms of De Silva getting high, Latibodier, solid sort of defensively. Clearly, Robbins would prefer that than Sakamoto in defence. But what we gained defensively, we lost offensively. Um, by the way, felt... Jay De Silva, by the way. Oh. What a player. Unbel- absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Cannot, cannot fault him. I, I think he is... Player of the season for me so far. He's becoming a fast uh, fan's favourite. His commitment, I mean, the images of him, you know, when we scored, he's going right over to Singer's corner. You can, yeah, uh, he's been, technically, he's brilliant. He's so strong for his size. He does, you know, he very rarely gets you know, barged off the ball. Bullied, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. He, he, it's, it's, it's crazy. And, and he puts some balls in the box, which some fans would look at and you'd go, no one yeah. for me it's like there's no one there though yeah like, and that's, good that's where you the want the want the opposite wing back to be at the back stick yes to then because knock it back the space again. is unbelievable and the counter running like, yeah you're bang on and that was the problem there was a few balls which <laughs> like he and i thought we've got literally like Gordon was like on the edge of the box i'm like i want you or sims at the back post you at the near post and then the following wing back to be able to play as that winger and then you've got kelly and the two center mids then can just sit and provide that option you know, 25 yards out. But those passes are deliberate. Like the crosses are deliberate to the back post, expecting that extra but, man to be there. But that's what we work on, isn't it? That is, that's the, that there was periods where when we get in that position, when we do finally get out from the back three and we get De Silva or Van A back or whoever high up, you go and you see it in the training videos. That's clearly, okay, this is how we want to play. This is, we want to be putting balls in the box. Godden comes alive. He finds some space. 
you know, second ball and we're going to score. But like you say, they are deliberate, but we, it just, it felt like it was also oh, we're one person missing, you know, from completing those moves yesterday. Yeah, um, yeah. So obviously, yeah, we hit the bar there and then a corner, Eccles on uh, set pieces. Oh, don't start. Do not start. We haven't got enough time tonight to talk about him on, on set pieces. Apart from this one. Apart from this one where he, he put, play, so clearly Robin's gone. He's struggling to beat the first man. So can someone go right near the yeah, post? Yeah, yeah. But Bobby Thomas got onto it. I mean, it's fair to Bobby Thomas. He's been quite unlucky the last couple of home games not to have scored. Yeah. Um, Great save, that. wasn't it? Great yeah. save. And then crashed against the bar. Now, again, I, I, Bobby Thomas, I've been really impressed with him, right? And I do think there's been a couple of occasions where there's been a, like a brain fart moment. In, yeah, the, in bad, terms of... the Mad Max moment. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But he does do some stuff where I go, you know, he is 22. He's on a four-year deal. I, I think he's going to be really, really good. There's moments where he drives out and then it's almost when he doubts himself. But he then has a moment where I, you can see it and you're like, oh, my God, he's gonna, what's he going to do here? But I, I see a player there, and I, I know, you know people. He's not the player of the month of the centre backs at the moment. I know that's Binks, but um, with with everyone. But I think um, defensively we've looked we've looked okay. Like hmm? uh, defensively fine. Like yeah. it's, it's very solid. I mean, Binks okay made that mistake versus QPR, but since he's come in, he's been a revelation. I think he's been he's been so solid. He's keeping Kitchen out of the team, which is, you know, on merit because of how well he's playing. Um. And Bobby Thomas obviously had an incredible start to the season, made those couple of mistakes and and was dropped quite rightly. He's come back into the team. Now, obviously, Van Avak has been deputised by Lati Bodiel on that right side. So he's come back in and he's he's doing really well. Um, there's going to be question marks now whether, you know, Lati Bodiel, when he comes back to the defensive unit, is he going to go straight into the, cent- like the, the free centre-halves? That's questionable because the three of them are playing well. So it's, you know, I don't I don't think we have any real issues or concerns with the, the centre-backs. No, it's only going to get better, isn't it? I mean, you've got to remember last season, there's no way we'd have looked at that, that defence we had and gone, they're going to you know keep the most clean sheets in the league. You know, but it, they grew into it. And I, I you, you can see that actually the relationship's building. You can see that, for example, De Silva and Binks in the last few games have built up this sort of understanding. Fads is getting, you know, they're getting to know Fads. Fads is getting to know them either. He's, he's got two brand new defenders either side of him. Kitchen obviously came on, you know, the first time I've finally seen him. I was like, that's what four million pounds gets you when he <laughs> when he thought he was so enthusiastic. He like darted into Dolan and I thought he is the not the player you want to be he's diving a, into. He has got a massive square head as well, hasn't he? It's so funny. What I liked about him though, he did read nah, and people think I like, yeah, I think Binks has done well. But the one thing I know sometimes we think with Binks is I think he's quite reactive in terms of the defending side of it. Clearly he's very good on the ball. Kitchen yesterday, I think his first thing is like defending i could see him reading the game in terms of get cut out the crosses and i mean eventually he is you'd imagine coming in um and you, you wonder whether because again fads is another one yeah he's you know he's pretty he seems indestructible but you know heaven forbid if something happened to him like it did last season you know for a, a period what is robbins's ultimate plan in his head of if fads was to get a pick up an injury Touch what he doesn't. Who goes into the centre? Could Kitchen go into the centre yeah. with Binks and Thomas? I or... think that's a big question about because Fads last couple of games, I think he's been outpaced quite a bit by a couple of the the attackers he's come up against, and he showed a little bit of a shortfall there. So it's going to be interesting how what the long term thing is on on this because it's you know everyone's on four year contracts apart from Binks. You probably like to think they've got some kind of plan in place for for purchasing him. 
Um, I think he got out of contract in the summer or out of contract the summer after next. So what's his vision? Yeah, because you've got Latibodier, Thomas, Kitchen, all on four-year deals. Binks, you, you you think if he impresses, could be one of those where we he's alone and we try to make permanent. So then you think, yeah, well, who does he want to have in, in each position? As he's free. I think Thomas actually is going to be the central one. Agreed. Yeah, I think I think that's that's the plan. I think if, in an ideal world, if everyone was sort of on an even keel, he would play Latibodier, Thomas and Kitching as a free. That's why I think he would play if everyone... You know, if we start the season fresh, new game, new season, straight in, that's how I think he would set that that free up. But because of obviously injuries and performances and you know stuff we don't see in training, like you said, with Binks coming into the into the team, this is the situation we are in at the moment. But I think when I think if Van Evac comes back, I think Fads might you know drop to the bench at least for a couple of games just to give him a rest more than anything, yeah. and it'll be bam. It'll be Thomas in the in the centre with Latibodier to his right. Exactly, I agree. And so obviously in the second half, we've then third time lucky um, hitting the crossbar. Ayari, who I, I did think had been a little bit of a passenger in the game, uh, that was probably the, his the poorest I'd seen him. But he came alive in the moment, and it counted. It was the first time actually towards that sort of second half of the second half that we actually sort of did a few passes, kept the ball. Ayari, nice jinking run, fantastic strike, cannoned off the bar, and you sort of thought, oh no. It came to Hadji uh, Wright, and obviously we'd all seen the boxing videos. And clearly, <laughs> clearly, you, I was thinking, please imagine that ball. Get over the, this ball, man. And then, it, and to be fair to him, he, he's, he's generated some power on this header yeah. down low, and and couldn't have asked for a better person for it to happen to, really, especially after the last home game, the miss against Huddersfield. Um, yeah, I mean, it's the, the header was unbelievable. I think I said it in the group chat. Susie went in that like, how good is that header? That's Great technique, great leap, takes it early as well. Keeper's got no chance, he's not sailed. Um, yeah, just a brilliant goal. And what that will do for his confidence, you hope, that will kick him on. Bit like Sims at the weekend. Okay, Sims didn't probably show much yesterday, apart from a good few turns and a few touches and a, a couple of runs here and there. But you could just see the little boost it'd give Ellis going yes. into that game. And you're hoping this will do the same for, for Hadji going into the weekend. Um, because you know it's been a couple of months now since he scored that his opening goal. Well, he scored in two wins now, so that's the positive. Yeah, yeah the last time we won at home. Match, the are they match game. winners as well? Um, what was the other game? Was well, it, it was three 0 but okay, three uh, okay. But he, he made the second. Yeah, but uh, but no, I get. I take your point, and it's. I think that's good for him. And he he listened to what we said when we interviewed him at the tavern. He went to the right corner, <laughs> yeah, this, did, corner yeah. this time. No, he, he was definitely not going to go over to, to the other corner. But uh, but no, brilliant for him. And he I had think... some on his shirt as well. I couldn't quite read what was on his undershirt. Thank you, Dean Could... Ross. I think. Yeah, probably. Thanks for the thanks for the support. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> But no, I mean, he, I mean, Dave, we were talking about this last last week before, you know, uh, after the sort of Huddersfield game about, you know, the sort of, yeah, the stick he was coming in for, you know, from fans and, you know. Completely unwarranted. Everyone, everyone writing him off, you know, and, the, and we were talking about how, you know, wrongly and harsh, but people obviously, if he's not delivering that, you know, they look at, say, his body language. But I thought yesterday it looked like, you know, he, he showed those moments we actually finally put a ball in where he turned a couple of times. He, he, he outpaced that Britain and he's no slouch. And I thought, and he won us a corner. I thought, they're the moments. You can see it again. And you know, and then the finish, you know, <laughs> it was, it, I, I just had a moment where I was like, please, you know, and it was great header. And, you know, that's obviously his second goal, both at home. And you think that would give him the world, doing the world of good. 
um, going into Norwich. I do want to see him. I do want to see a little bit more from him. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. I, I think it will take time to do that, to see that. Um, and I don't think I was harsh in giving him only a, you know, a six, six in my rating going into the last international break. I don't, I don't think that was too harsh at all. I don't think my opinions changed since then. I do want to see a little bit more from him, but just pay, have patience, everybody. Like we, we've heard it from Mark Robbins. This is a transitional year. Yeah. It's not going to all come together this year. Okay, yeah, we're, what is it, two points off the playoffs. I mean, the league table at this time of year is bullshit. We know that. We've seen seen it firsthand. You know, we up until QPR, everybody was down in the dumps thinking, you know, we've, got, we've overpaid for these players. We've never got a very good squad. All this mumbo-jumbo, and then all of a sudden two wins on the bounce, and we're two points off the playoffs, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're a good team again, and all this sort of nonsense. Just relax, everybody. And just take it for what it is. These players, this squad is brand new. Lots of new players in a new new league also, which is difficult for the best at the best of times for a lot of players with experience at, at this level. So uh, I, th- I, th- I think just get behind the boys. Don't get on their backs because there's going to be periods this season where this happens all the time. But then patience, like you said, Pat, you know, just a look then. So Victor Jokeres, when we got him on loan, he scored three goals in 19 games. Go yeah. back, go back to the season we signed him for a million pound. Go back to the season preview and listen to what I said. Listen to what I said. I said it was a waste of money. I said I don't think um, he was. He showed enough promise during that period for us to even gamble a yeah. signing on him. Let alone pay a million pound for him. How wrong I was. And, and that's what I mean. You know, he, nineteen games, three goals. So Hadji Ryan's got two in ten. We've got to give him. We've got to get. We've got to believe in Mark Robbins, you know. And he's probably playing the team that's playing worse than Jokeres was play, playing it at the time. Jokeres was playing it. You know, a decent side. O'Hare was playing. Hamer was playing. Sheaf was playing. You know, he had people around him. That's what I mean. We've got we don't new have players that, everywhere. We don't have that. We don't have that same core in the team to begin with, and we don't have the same attacking threats as Hamer and O'Hare, O'Hare were offering Jokeres at the time. 100%. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. And had you right, Sims, they're surrounded by new players as well. It's not like he's the only new player coming in to a settled midfield and, and wing backs and everything. So, look, I agree with you. I, I want to see more. I think they, I think they've both got Sims and had you right. Both There's got bags of potential. Bags of potential. And, and I think, look, long term signings and, and it's a long season. You know, look at the, you look at the table, back to back wins. And all of a sudden, it's like, I mean, like I said, table is irrelevant, but you look at it and if we, as long as we're there, mate, or close, touching distance, like we were January last year. It keeps everyone and excited and, and on and their you toes. Go out and and you buy a couple of centre mids. There's and, no doubt and, someone's coming in in January in centre midfield. 100%. Because Mark Robinson's had his eye on somebody. I don't want to say too much at the moment because it will probably blow up in my face, but somebody's available in the summer and there's a good chance he can come in January. Because of obviously pre-contracts, and maybe we can get him for you know a, a smaller fee to get him in earlier. Um, but yeah, just just be patient. That's all I'm going to say at the moment. There we go. There we go. And that, well, that, and that, yeah, and it's exciting. And Robin's did the article the other day when he said, you know, they're profiling for, profiling for January. It's, you know, I think we probably need another right wing back as well. You know, because he clearly you know, Sakamoto didn't fancy there. But 
we held on yesterday. Did you see an improvement um, in terms of those final stages? You know, Robin spoke about the panic, you know, and he was pretty no, angry. No, there, there, was, there was panic there, wasn't there? Yeah, there was, yeah. But that's like, that's just football. Fine margins, isn't it? That's, that's that, the, you know. It happens. You know, some, for some reason, you just sort of get get on your heels and, you know. Echo's legs were literally made of jelly. He yeah. was running and he <laughs> wasn't going. They were, they were just flopping around. He was absolutely done. Yeah. But, it, but that we saw it out. Had you right with the winner. Perfect. Three points. Hyam. Just by the way, Andy, for this now, Hyam was brilliant yesterday. I thought he was uh, ever so good. But uh, <laughs> but no, he uh, he clapped off the Skyview fans as well. Um, but yeah, great win. And obviously, you know, me and Dave spoke last week. We said of these three games, QPR, uh, Blackburn and Norwich, he said he'd be happy with four points. We've got six from two. So yeah, um, yeah, we'll take a look at the Norwich game next. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So Norwich next up for the Sky Blues on Saturday, a team who we haven't... I'm going to ask you a question, Dean, actually. When... I already know the answer, Ross. 2009. Ah, oh, he's done it as well. 14 Damn. years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I was just having... A, I was had a look earlier on today and... Look at you I on 11versus11.com. You bang on. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, but, but they're a team who, particularly in... I mean, not only... And we had there was a period where we had a good run against them, but in recent times, not only have we, have, have we lost, but we tend to lose, yeah, pretty convincingly, Badly, yeah, um, and bad performances. So I'll just go back to last year. Was it three 0 down in twelve minutes or something along those lines? Yeah, well, we lost three 0 away. Do you remember? And that was when people were saying Mark Robbins even said it. Get him out. Performance. Oh God! Um, oh, I got a cup of tea. Oh, entering the room. Sorry, Ross. Oh, that's hot. Out. There we go. Dean's and it's, got, in, it's uh, in my new Mickey Mouse service. mug. Look oh, very nice. Look at that from District. Very good. Straight from Orlando. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, <laughs> um, but no, you, yeah, they're a team who we clear we clearly need uh, to perform because the results have been bad, but the home game, we, we were totally off it. And I mean, they lost in midweek to Swansea. What what are you expecting from, from Norwich, uh, Dean? Well, well we do a, a performance against them at least. Um, and, you know, Three points would be an absolute bonus. But, you know, Norwich sitting in seventh place, great start to the season, but just recently have hit that sort of sticky patch that most teams seem to hit at random points during the year. And it's probably all down to, to the lack of Josh Sargent, who started the season absolutely on fire. And most people have said if Norwich are going to be in those playoffs, fighting for automatics, he's the man who's going to have to fire them there. And he is injured for a long period of time, I think. I think he's not expected back until at least February. So they're a little bit down in the dumps at the moment. Um, so, you know, maybe this is the chance that that we need to take. I know they're playing that Huang 
up front and who's a midfielder by trade. So, and he's, you know, he hasn't got great legs um, as well. So I'm not sure pace is going to be a bit of an issue uh, for us on, on Saturday, which plays into our hands, of course. Um, but, you know, there, there are a few players that we need to be wary of. Gabriel Sara, not sure why he's still at Norwich. He's a far better player than, than Norwich. Um, but in the past, I've always looked at Norwich as a team that, you know, I kind of feared, but I don't fear them anymore, especially this season. I don't think they've got the same player power, shall we say, um, that they have had in the past. So I'm looking forward to Saturday, um, basically on the basis that we need to get a result against a, a, a team who have had the upper hand against us. And I think it's, it's long overdue. It's long overdue. and. But, you know, those back-to-back wins gives us that sort of, should give us that confidence at home before an international break to sort of go out there and, you know, lay down a lay down a mark. I mean, if we could get 100%. another home win, you know, try, if we could stay unbeaten at home, um, you know, and even even a draw, but a, a good performance, would I think would fill everyone with confidence, you know, and then obviously we've got the international break to try and get back one or two of our players. Um, I mean, would you, do you think there's a chance O'Hare could be on the bench on Saturday? I, I he, there's a chance. I don't think he will or should yeah. be because I don't think there's any point, really. Um, there's no point risking him. Give him another two weeks on the grass, taking hits from the team. Um, just get just get him back to some kind of level where you know he can come back full speed rather than you know easing him in um, over over a couple a couple of games. Um, so yeah. I don't it doesn't feel desperate, be. does it? Uh, you know, because these two wins, it doesn't feel like you know. If had we lost, say, had, had we not beat QPR and we hadn't got a win yesterday, that there, there would be a feeling of I don't know desperation that, and then possibly I feel like maybe there'd be a chance that he'd be on the bench to try and lift everyone. But everyone feel is has been lifted by the wins, and we sort of go in, and it feels a bit of a free hit, really. Um, so when's the <laughs> game after this? Is it like Bristol City? So we've got it'll be two weeks. Um, so you, you, I, I do agree with you. I, I think Robbins will go. We can get through Norwich with what we've got. Then we've got two weeks then, and he can be in the squad, and hopefully Ben Sheaf might be as well for, for Bristol City. What, what a big plus that would be to have Sheaf, O'Hare, and Van Avak all back straight after the international break. Well, I mean, all I of a sudden, it just becomes a much clearer picture and a much better team and a much better way to, to play football. And then you've got Palmer maybe back in... Yeah. At the start of November. Weeks after that. Yeah. And you and you look, I was thinking that yesterday. I, I thought in those moments where we look good, and actually you've got these ingredients to add back in, like O'Hare and, and Ben Sheaf and Van A back, and you suddenly go, and actually Sims and Wright getting better, getting there's bigger understanding. Allen's obviously come in and done well. And suddenly, and the defense are getting more secure and getting to know each other. And then suddenly you look at it and go, actually, this could be really exciting. Take us towards Christmas and to January. And then this mysterious central midfielder who your profile and then suddenly comes in. And then, I wish know, I hadn't said that now because uh, I'm just going to get pouters. But um, <laughs> but no, don't, it, don't but, tell don't tell the missus. But that's probably one of the worst cups of tea I've ever I've ever drank. Oh dear! Oh yeah. dear! Oh dear! Oh dear! Somebody's definitely clipping that up, aren't they? Yeah, that that's definitely. I won't tell you her name. Is it is it breakfast tea? English yeah. Breakfast tea. Yeah. Oh dear. Poor. Um, not Poor good. Form. Not good. But um, team news wise, would you make you know, it's been a busy schedule. Would you make any changes? I mean, yeah, <laughs> can't really do much in central midfield. So well, he's um... not going to drop out uh, Godden. So the only change yeah, I would like people... to see is the top end of the pitch. 
because I think you're forced into a midfield of Allen, Eccles, and Ayari because of the situation. Unless you put Latibodier in there now, and then put Sakamoto at right wing back. I mean, that's that's a possible option. I want to see Simpson right up front at least at some point in the have they played up front together at any point so far? They they they've been on the pitch together once at the same time, but that Matty Goddard was also still on the pitch. Yeah, play, it's playing such bullshit. Nine, come on, so. like come on now, Mark. <laughs> I'm going to send a message now to you, Mark. If you're listening, please, for the love of God, play them both together. Well, he's got, a, he's got. A, I think Simpson's look quite good. They're both scored in the last week. Get them on the pitch together. Matt, you're talking about you can't drop Matty Godden because he hasn't scored. Hello. We've got two strikers who have scored in the last week. Get them on the pitch. Matty Godden hasn't scored. And I mean, what, what's the worst thing that happens? If it's not working, then he's got Godden to bring on, hasn't he? Yeah. You know, like, yeah, exactly. You don't know. It's, I, I mean, training's one thing, and your Robbins would be the first to say, you know, and then the match is different. If, if suddenly it's like, ah, oh, they need worked in terms of working together, fine. But then they'll they'll only learn that from from playing together in a competitive game against an opposition, you know. And I mean, we, kitchen. Did you, did you see him starting? Well, no, because Binks has been tremendous, and the only position Kitchen's going to go in is in that left spot. Yeah, Ross, we we second guess Matt Robbins every single week, and he does the bat shit. Every he'll time go, he'll go unchanged. That's what that's that's what I mean. The bat shit. Like for us, it's like it's it's easy change the team, um, freshen it up. But to him, it's like no, I'm not doing that. And and we're talking. We're, we're up against 31 year old Shane Duffy, 30 year old Ben Gibson here in the centre centre back position for for Norwich as well. Aging centre backs. Get get right and Sims against these two. Pronto. Right will outpace this whole defence if we play the ball the right balls yeah. to him. Um does Sam McCallum still play there? He does, I think. I'm not sure if he actually I don't know if he's been playing, to be fair. That that's something I'm not too sure. Um I've got a, now I've mentioned Sam McCallum's name. There'll be the Twitter accounts will go ballistic now saying we're gonna sign him in yeah. January. The Coventry King, I can already feel him drafting out a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> who's oh. gone quiet recently has anyone seen the Coventry King might well, be the same wanted a lot of people go very quiet. A, a, a lot of people go very quiet you know when we uh, when suddenly the couple of wins happen but no it's going to be an interesting game um, prediction Dean another scrappy 1-0 I don't care oh, how we win yeah I, I, I feel like going, we've always done well going into the international breaks we've always come back going God, I wish there wasn't an international break. Yeah, we always come back dog shit, don't we? Yeah, that's the thing. You say, oh, we've got momentum going into the international break, but we come back playing absolutely horseshit. Yeah. So it's like, let's just, let's have it again. So let's, we, let's... we know, we all know we're going to lose to Bristol. One we go again. Thousand percent, yeah. Well, no. You know, why why change it? Uh, so let's go in with a win. Uh, I think we will. I think we'll, we'll turn the tide against Norwich. Um, it's been a long 14 years, um, but we're... I think we're gonna we're gonna do it. I Go hope so. Um, I've, I'm gonna say a defender. I think it's gonna be like a left field kind of, not on the left of the field, but a left field goal. <laughs> um, from, I'm gonna say, third time lucky, Bobby Thomas. Mm, yeah. The third home game in a row, 
it was home that first save, wasn't it? Yes, Huddersfield, it was. Huddersfield, yeah. yeah. I think um, I think now's his time. And I, I can just see the celebration now. He's just going to go into the corner on his knees, flop over, and look an absolute tool in the process. But we'll win the game. We'll win the game. And we'll That's a long-winded way of saying well, we're going to win 1-0. <laughs> well, hopefully you're well, right, how, how do you feel it's gonna, like it's going to go? Um, mm, I guess there there is that sort of underlying because of recent recency games against them that there's a little bit of fear, but I and that's more thinking of the Norwich from say last year or the year before. But I agree with what you said. I don't think they are um, that same force. You know, when they're players like Pookie and that who you just knew could win win them a game out of nothing. Um, it's a shame that Josh Sargent isn't fit really because him and Hadji Wright, the two Americans, could be uh, you know. Buddying up together, like um, the tag team championship. Exactly. Um, I am I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. American. American. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm literally gonna go listen to Hulk Hogan now. Yeah. I don't know why we like we haven't sung a song like that for him for Hadji Wright. Oh, it's Ole Ole, isn't it? Yeah, I know. I I'd, I'd like to see us. Well, you start it. You Hulk start. Hogan, I am Hulk a real Hogan's. American. Reckon, we haven't even had it on like one of the Coventry playlists before the game, hasn't? come up yet well no yeah we, we come out the second half we come out to triple h's maybe maybe we should change it yeah right? change it up a little bit yeah I, i'm thinking a one one draw and i'd be pleased with the draw i, I would be I, I think you know if we can uh keep stay unbeaten that'd be a solid three games wouldn't it it would be yeah considering yeah. what we came into the this uh let's say this three game stint well, after the we Cardiff game, the which is abysmal yeah oh, you god know. so it'd be nice it'd be nice to go in you know you to go into this next international break to only be on like two defeats, you know, and to be on a four game and beaten run and a couple of wins and stuff and beaten at home. I think it'd be pretty good. I'll go one all and uh, and a goal from um, Eccles. Oh, God, not the deflected effort. How he uh, had the audacity to claim Saturday as if he like he struck it perfectly as well. <laughs> you know, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Uh, but, but, but fingers crossed, you're right, Dean, and we get a win. Um, thank you very much for joining. Nice one, mate. Nice to be back. Yeah, and as we say, we give the fans what they want. Uh, that's all we've got time for. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Make sure you head over to social media and follow uh, the Dillonsbury and the Sky Blue Tavern. Make sure you get to the uh, Dillonsbury nice and early on Saturday for some bargain beverages, as always. And also, uh, a question of sport event at the Sky Blue Tavern. Details are on the Sky Blue Taverns and Sky Blue's extra uh, Twitter pages and make sure you follow us at SBE Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra Podcast. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.